Welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope you're, everything's going according to plan. And I also hope that you are having an awesome week. Now, I'm very excited because this week I actually have headphones on that I can hear out of both of my ears. Okay, so don't even ask. Over the past couple of weeks, I've bought some headphones and you know they were really good they were supposed to be expensive and I thought they were going to be good right so I was trying to use them at first they worked perfectly so I had no complaints but after a couple of weeks I noticed that I wasn't hearing out of both ears so I did my test you know how you take one um, headphone off your ear and listen and see if you can still hear out of the other one so I did that and noticed only one was working so I was like this really sucks because it is hard to edit a podcast and get your levels right with the volume if you can only hear out of one ear because you are compensating for both ears with just one headphone (laughs) that works so I finally figured it out thank god I had some headphones in my house that could work out of both ears and it's funny because these headphones aren't even expensive they're just like headphones you pick up at the store but they're working and I can hear out of both ears so I'm super excited about that I'm also excited that I have used up most of the hair that I bought throughout the pandemic okay so during the pandemic I picked up little hobbies like I taught myself how to braid hair so when you braid hair you have to go to um, different stores and you have to purchase hair for braiding to make your hair longer I have been looking up different hairstyles on YouTube, and I've been loving it. Each week, I would go to the hair store, buy tons and tons and tons of hair, and then I wouldn't even use all of it. I would just save it. So I ended up with this huge bundle of hair everywhere, and my husband wanted to throw it away. I was like, no, 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 we're going to use it, we're going to use it. So for the past few months, I've just been using all of the hair that I had stored in my closet, and we've just been using it. And I'm finally down to the last 10 packs, I would say. But I'm excited because that means I can go back to the hair store. So yeah, they've been looking up for me. I can go back to the hair store, get more hair, and just have fun. I'm also excited because the summer is here. Fourth of July is coming up. And there's just so many things that I can do outside. I'm excited about the direction of the podcast and where things are going. So I'm really excited. I have a lot of things to be thankful for. I'm also excited about our Facebook group because we have a lot of things going on in there. I have so many ideas of what we're going to do with the Facebook group. Um, I'm thinking that that's just going to be the place where we're probably going to meet and talk and a place where you can come and just talk to me and contact me. But for right now, since all of you are not in the Facebook group, I am going to keep that option open as well on our page, the music and therapy page as well. However, I would love for all of you to just join me on the Facebook group page because I know we can have so much fun. It can be like our little private community, our little private club where we can come, talk about relationships, learn everything that we need to know, and then go back with to our homes and to our relationships to make them better and to improve. Also to work on ourselves because in order to improve your relationship, we need to work on ourselves to be the best version of ourselves so we can give that best version of ourselves to our partner, to our spouse, to our kids, so we can be the best that we can be. I'm looking for you to join me in the Facebook group. Now, I made it really easy for you to join. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes, and you can be in the Facebook group. 
You don't have to um, answer any long questions. You don't have to do anything, really. Just click and join. And I accept anybody who joins. And near the end of the year, I do plan to do more things. I plan to do contests and a whole bunch of stuff. But you have to be in the group to be a part of what we're going to do. Come on over and join me in a Facebook group. I would definitely love to hear from you. And you know I'm always asking if you guys have any topics you want to hear about or anything you'd like to discuss. Well, the Facebook group is the time where you will be able to tell me all of these things and let me know what you want to talk about so we can do a show on it. But since you're not in the Facebook group right now, maybe you are. If you are, thank you for joining the group. If not, guys, come on and join the group. But if you guys have any topics that you want to talk about or anything you want us to discuss on music and therapy, please feel free to either send me a message in our Facebook group, um, or you can send me a message on our Facebook page, and I will make sure that I either do a Facebook Live about your topic, a show about your topic, or I will just talk to you directly if it's something really personal or a question you don't want to discuss with everyone else, then we can probably set up a time to do a chat and we can talk about it. Anyway, whatever you want to talk about, just let me know because the show is not about me. It's about you guys. So whatever you want to discuss or talk about, just let me know and I will definitely make sure that I put it on the show. You guys have so many ideas. I just can't wait to hear. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the five love languages. Now, I know you guys have heard me discuss this a lot of times, but I've never gotten into detail. And I've always just talked to you about the book and how it caused a lot of friction in my household. But I want you to let I want to let you know that there was like something about the book. The message is good. My husband and I we just misinterpreted it and we tried to force each other to do our own thing. But anyway, that's a whole different story, and I've talked about that on another episode. So if you are interested in hearing about how my husband and I had disagreements about the book, um, The Five Love Languages, then go way back and listen to the episode, um, I Love You. And on that one, it talked about what that disagreement was about. But anyway, we're going to talk about the book. And as I said, it's one of my favorite books. It, it was written by Gary Chapman. I think he did this like almost 20 some years ago. And it's called The Five Love Languages. Now, in this book, Gary Chapman, who's the author, he talks about how learning each other's love language can make your spouse feel more loved since you are speaking to him or her in their own love language. Now, according to the book, there are five love languages. Um, there are words of affirmation, this quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. All of these are love languages that people use to feel loved or people receive. It's the way that people understand that you love them. So in the book, Dr. Chapman talks about um, some points and how in all of our lives, we give and we accept love in the language that we feel the most loved, which makes sense because think about it. Like you talk in the language that you understand. So if my love language is um, words of affirmation, then of course I'm going to give love in that way because that's all I know. But if someone else have a love language of quality time, then 
they're going to feel love by giving quality time and receiving quality time. So it's pretty much just saying that the love language that we speak is the love language that we give. Unfortunately, the love language that we give and the love language that we speak may not be the love language of your spouse, if that's making any sense. So, and even with your kids. So we have to make sure that we know what their love language is and how they receive love. Because if quality time is how they receive love and spending time with that person is how they would know that you love them. Or if it's acts of service, maybe cleaning up would let them know that you love them or washing their car. But you know, it's just that that is how they would receive love and know that you really love them. In the book, Dr. Chapman does go in and he explains a lot of this. But the whole point of the whole thing book was just that we speak specific love languages and that's how we give love. So today we are going to spend a little time talking about the five love languages and give some examples of what they are, how you can give love if that is what your spouse needs or if that is their love language. And I think we're also going to talk a little bit today about how can you tell if that's their love language or what their love language is. And you have to kind of be a detective on this and listen to certain words and pick up on certain things. People who have a love language of words of affirmation, they value verbal acknowledgments as affection. So it includes frequent I love yous, it includes compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and often frequent digital communication like texting or social media engagement. Now written and spoken words show to people who have the love language words of affection that they are loved and that they are valued. And so this is what will let someone who have a love language of words of affection know that they're loved and know that they're valued. Now, someone who has the love language of quality time, they feel the most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and they're always willing to hang out. Now, the people who have the love language of quality time, they particularly love it when you are active listening to them, when you make eye contact, and when you're fully present in that relationship. That lets them know that you love them because if you're multitasking while they're talking to you, they're not going to feel the love. You have to actually pay attention and be fully present and make them a priority to, to spend time with them so that they will know that you love them. Now, this love language is all about giving your undivided attention to that one special person without the distraction of television, without phone screens, or any other outside interference. They have a strong desire to actively spend time with their significant other and have meaningful conversations or sharing recreational activities. That lets them know that they are loved. So people who have a love language of acts of service, they value it when their partner goes out of their way to make their life easier. It's little things like bringing them soup when they're sick or making them coffee in the morning or picking up dry cleaning for them, you know, when they've had a busy day at work. This love language is for people who believe that actions speak louder than words. Now, unlike those who prefer to hear how much they care for, people on this list like to be shown how much they are appreciated. So doing the smaller and bigger chores to make their lives easier or more comfortable is highly cherished by these type of individuals. This says a lot because this type of love language can sometimes be harder if this is not your love language because you have to actually do things, do what you say, you have to follow through. You have to actually live up to all the things that you're saying because this lets them know that you love them. Now, another love language that people have is gifts. Now, this is pretty straightforward. So, all you, the person will just feel love when you give them gifts. So, it could be a visual symbol of love. Um, it's not always about the money. 
but it's about the symbolic thought behind the gift. So people with this style recognize and value the gift-giving process, the careful reflection, the deliberate choosing of the gift. Um, they don't want you to just go pick something up from the store and be like, hey, this is yours, whatever. They want you to think about it. So you could buy them maybe a piece of candy or something, but then you would let them know that you got that for them because you were thinking about them when you were at the store and you know how much they like candy. So, you know, that's how they would know that you love them. Not just by throwing any gift at them because any gift does not show that you care, but it has to be deliberate choosing of the gift, letting them know why you got it and how it is important and how it represents the relationship and how it represents your feelings toward them. It's the emotional benefit from receiving the gift. People whose love language is receiving gifts, they enjoy being gifted with something that's both physical and meaningful. The key to this whole thing is meaningful things, and it matters so that they can reflect. And it has to reflect their values and not necessarily your values. So if you think a movie is funny and you buy them a gift to reflect that movie, then it's not going to mean anything to them because it doesn't have any significance to them because that's not them. That's not who they are. So the gift has to be about them. And you have to put thought into the gift to let them know that you're thinking about them when you get the gift. And the great thing about it is that it doesn't always have to be expensive. It can be something easy, simple. You can make a card. But they just need to know that you did it for them. And it needs to have some type of sentimental value. Now, people who have the love language of physical touch, um, they feel love when they receive physical signs of affection. This could include kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and sex. Physical intimacy and touch can be incredibly affirming to them and serve as a powerful emotional connector for people with this love language. People who communicate their appreciation through this language, when they consent to it, they feel appreciated. And when they are hugged or kissed or cuddled, they value the feeling of warmth and comfort that comes from physical touch. So this is important to them. Now what we're gonna do right now is just go through a little quiz to find out what your love language is. Now if you wanna take a more in-depth quiz, I can advise you to go on to the, go on the internet, just Google up um, love languages, and they have more in-depth quizzes that you can take. But I just thought it would be fun to do a quick quiz to find out what your love language could be. Now, here's how we're going to do it. So if you're driving, that's fine. All you have to do is say yes or no if the love language that I'm talking about describes you. And if you are at home and you have pen or paper available, you can write down yes or no to these questions. I think there's like five questions for each love language. And so if it is something that's important to you, write down yes. If it's not, then write down no. All right, so here we go. The first love language that's up is words of affection. So here we go. You really like hearing your partner say, I love you. And these three words are particularly meaningful, special, and reassuring for you to hear. You appreciate when you are being acknowledged and praised. And it's nice to have your efforts recognized with kind words, no matter how small it is. The details matter, and it's important that your partner remarks on things like if you change your hair or actually put on new clothes or if you bought new shoes. You feel valued when your partner takes the time to thoughtfully reflect and connect with you on something positive they notice that you're doing. And five, when you do something nice for your partner, they say thank you, which makes you feel recognized and affirmed. If that is you, then your love language might be words of affection. All right, moving right along to quality time. You like to spend uninterrupted time with your partner. It's crucial that you have enough time to hang out and enjoy each other with 
your undivided attention on your spouse with no distractions. It's meaningful when they make time for you and prioritize you in their schedule and don't cancel plans. Creating memories and special moments together is super important and sharing new experiences means the world to you. Time is precious and it's meaningful to soak in every second of your time together. You feel content and happy when you are around your partner, even if you aren't really doing anything. The important thing is you are spending focused time together. If that is you, then your love language may be quality time. Okay? Acts of service. You feel taken care of when your partner supports you and helps ease your responsibilities when they do little chores or tasks for you. Domestic bliss is unlocked. It means a lot when someone follows through on something, especially if they were paying attention and stepping in to help. When they do, you trust your partner to pay attention to the little details. You think talk is cheap. Actions mean everything. You need someone to come through and to know that you can rely on them. Show you, not tell you. You love when your partner steps in to do little things for you to make your life easier. If you're feeling stressed or tired, it would be nice if your partner saw it as an opportunity to step in and alleviate your burden by taking something off your plate, especially if it's easy for them to do. This small act helps you feel taken care of. So if you say yes, then acts of service could be your love language. Okay, now the love language of gifts. You feel loved when you receive a gift. The present itself is nice, but it's really the thought behind it that counts. After a date or a trip, especially to take a memento home with you, seeing the item reminds you of the sentimental moments. The best gifts are the meaningful ones. If it's a surprise, even better. It strengthens the bond and builds a deeper connection for you. During holidays, birthdays, or anniversaries, you want to commemorate it with a present of some kind. These days are extra special, and you love using these days as a reminder of your commitment. The gesture of receiving a gift demonstrates that you are seen, cared for, and prized. You really thrive on the thoughtfulness behind the gestures and treasure nostalgic items. Okay, so if that is you, then your love language could be gifts. Our last love language is touch. You look forward to hugs, cuddles, and kisses. Nothing beats tactical, physical intimacy. You feel grounded in a relationship when physical affection is accessible and often cultivated. Holding hands, long embraces, and kisses are common and welcome occurrences. Your game for public displays of affection. It helps you feel wanted and desired. If your partner is sitting next to you, you are rather sit side to side and cuddle up. The closer, the better. If they are nearby, it's almost automatic. You reach out to touch them, their legs, play with their hair, or give them a back rub. Sexual intimacy makes you feel loved and closer to your partner. Okay, so if you answered yes to any of these, then touch could be your love language. Now, here's the thing about love languages, okay? It's like anything else. Now, just because your love language can specifically and might just be quality time, it doesn't mean that you can't receive love in the other languages. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what it does mean is that you feel the most loved when that particular language is given to you or when those certain types of affection is given to you. So if quality time is your love language, of course, if someone says, I love you, they're gonna, you're going to get what it says. You know, you're going to be like, okay, so they love me. But you're going to really feel loved if they spend time with you. If someone 
who has the love language of acts of service. If you spend time with them, they're going to know you love them, but they're going to really feel the love when you do things for them. And I think that's how it goes. They'll get that you love them, but if you want them to feel super special and extra love and be able to really feel how much you love them, then it's best to speak it in their language. So here are some tips for... um. If you're dating someone with a certain language or if you're married to someone with a certain type of love language, here are certain tips that might help you as you try to speak to them in their language. So remember, words of affection, words mean everything, so choose them wisely. Err on the side of positivity. Communication will flourish if you do this. Now, when you notice the good things, say it. Say it often. Try not to engage in non-constructive criticism because remember, People who have a love language of words of affection, words have an impact and leave a lasting impression on them. So if your spouse or your partner's love language is quality time, carve out intentional space in your schedule for time together. It could be as simple as going for a walk together outside, which can be exciting, especially now during the pandemic. Um, it could be having a long, good, in-depth conversation about your day and leave the phones at home or don't even pick up your phone if you are home. Put it somewhere else and make sure your spouse knows that you have their undivided attention and that they have your undivided attention so that they will know that you love them and feel it in their language. For someone who has is married to someone or dating someone who have a love language of acts of service, just go above and beyond with your actions to show them your love. Don't always make it about chores because it doesn't have to be, which is awesome, especially if you do not like to do a lot of chores. So great. We all have different interpretations of what this love language means to them. So you may want to ask them specifically and directly what they need. Then once they tell you what they need, display diligence by anticipating how you can make their life easier. These little acts add up and they can make all of the difference in letting your spouse or your partner know that they are loved. If your spouse or partner have a love language of gifts, they're going to remember special occasions. So make sure you mark them on the calendar. Do not forget and honor the day and your partner with a thoughtful gift. Win extra rounding points from time to time and give just because gifts. And it could be something simple like flowers from a garden or a keychain, a note, a letter, a card, anything. Just any small gesture can celebrate the relationship in a big way. So make sure you use this to your advantage. And listen, don't be afraid to be creative. Think of things you could do and it will be enjoyed. Now, for those of us who have a spouse or a partner who has a love language of touch, then tender caresses and physical affection are everything. This love language is refreshingly straightforward. It's easy to satisfy. doesn't involve a lot of planning, exertion, or money. It's just easy as reaching out to them, holding their hand, touching their back, squeezing their arm while you're watching a movie, laying against them on scary parts if it's a scary movie, or things like that. So it's simple, it's easy to do, but if it's not something you do, then just make sure you practice doing it with them so that it can be something that you're comfortable doing and it'll be something that's automatic and not something you have to think about all the time. Being able to speak your partner's love language can help you be able to show your spouse how much you love them in a language that they're familiar with and in the language that they understand. So make sure if any of these are the love language of your spouse that you take special time to go through what that love language is and so you can start to do things for them in their language now remember of course they hear you in your own language but they receive it better and hear it better and feel more loved if you speak it 
in their language. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is a song about a woman who realizes that her partner loves her in his own way and that they have different love languages. And the song you're going to hear is called, I Love You. I used to wonder why you didn't gaze into my eyes or shower me with kiss or tons of podcast i would like to thank BetterHelp for their continued support of the music and therapy podcast BetterHelp is a counseling online service and they are there to help you their goal is to help people become the best version of themselves that they can be which is in line with what we want to do here at music and therapy so i'm extremely happy to work with them now BetterHelp is not a do-it-yourself kind of thing it's not one of those things that you do for self-help BetterHelp is actually licensed counselors and trained professionals who are there to help you navigate through the most difficult times in your life. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists and counselors who are knowledgeable and certified in their area of study. For example, here are some of the things I love about BetterHelp. It's not a traditional wait in the office kind of thing. You can meet with them online. So because it's online, people can meet with them in the United States, people can meet with them in Europe and in Africa. They can help anyone anywhere in the world. Why? Because they are online. They are flexible. You can talk to a counselor within 24 to 48 hours of signing up for services. They will match you with someone who will be able to help you. You can talk to a professional who has a specific expertise that may not be in your area. Why? Because they are online. Another thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they actually 
help people who don't have the money or resources to give counseling. And that's the thing that I love. So there's like, they're not holding counseling back from you because you may not be able to afford it, especially if you have lost your job because of the pandemic or have financial issues. They have scholarships available. They even have financial aid available so that you can get the help that you need if you are desperately in need for help. BetterHelp is available and BetterHelp is willing to help and serve you. So if you would like to get more information about BetterHelp or sign up for services, what you can do is click the link in the show notes and in the link, that's the link to BetterHelp. And we also have a promo code. And the great thing about the promo code is that if you put in music and vibes, that's our promo code, they will give you 10% off of your first month of service. So if you are in need of better help, H-E-L-P, go check it out. Click the link in the show notes, put in the promo code, and you will be on your way to begin the process of healing. I would also like to thank you guys so much for listening to me. I enjoy our time. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy hanging out with you, spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's appreciated, and I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's not the same without you. I miss you. I want you in the group. So go ahead and join our Facebook group, and it's easy to do. There's a link in the show notes. Click on the link and join and I made it easy so that anybody can join you don't have to wait for approval you don't have to wait for anything just click the link put join and you are in so I hope I see you in the Facebook group soon because that would just be amazing join our Facebook group I also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or iTunes wherever you're listening go ahead and follow the podcast also leave me a comment I would love to hear your thoughts on the show And then I also want to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. There are people out there who need to hear some of what we're talking about. And because you are able to listen to it, and if you know someone who needs to hear what we're talking about, go ahead, share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. By sharing, you are sharing the podcast. You're helping to grow our community. And you're also caring enough about your friends and your neighbors to share and let them know, hey, these are just some things that you can try out if you are dealing with these issues. Now, if you guys want to contact me, it's easy to do. I have all of that information in the show notes. It says join me on social media. So yeah, click on any one of those links. You can send me a message. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond to you. I think that's all I have to tell you. If you guys make anything else, send me a message. Let me know. Any questions you want answered, go ahead and let me do that. So have an amazing week. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Looking from the inside out, it seems like we are